Welcome to Form and Flow. This is a podcast about rebranding masculinity and femininity for the modern age. This is your host, Samuel James Queen, and I'm really just putting on my 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 host, my podcast host pants, and I'm gonna do my best to keep it together and have, have form in the way that is well received by people listening. Uh, at the same time, I'm really in this moment I'm really coming from a heart space and I'm really coming from um, a space of flow and of really wanting to be present to my wonderful guest, Doro, Dorothea. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce you, Doro, briefly in our connection. Um, and then I'm going to give you a chance to tell whatever part of your story you would like to tell. So Doro and I met about a year ago. We were both living in Venice Beach, California at the time. Uh, Doro is still living there. I am now in Denver, Colorado, living with my folks and uh, embarking on this journey of this form and flow podcast, which was actually birthed with this wonderful being sitting in front of me, Doro. So uh, as a little bit of a context, I, I was in a, a uh, romantic partnership, a romantic dance, a romantic entanglement. Um, and there was, a, there was an experience that was shared within that connection um, that really uh, brought up in a very acute way these ideas, these concepts around masculinity and femininity around divine masculinity and divine femininity and um in this space where i was really uh really had to confront this in a very in a very direct way uh you were there doro you were there for me in that time and you really held beautiful beautiful space for me to explore that and um in that space you and i really started having these conversations and in through those conversations that's where those words form and flow actually came in they came in in that space i I don't remember exactly when or how or where or why or whatever but it was within that connection between you and i that those words came in of of form and flow and um and i think that those words resonate for both of us in different ways and uh and so that uh, that concludes my little introduction of you and our connection. And now I would like to open up the space for you to share with those listening a little bit about yourself and about your story. Yeah, thank you, Sam. Um, yes, we've been contemplating a lot of things together. Um, and and mostly, yeah, the the flow and the form and what that means and i i've been very much in the form place in the more masculine and very driven all my life um since i was little i i mean not all my life i i grew up in uh, sweden outside stockholm in a countryside town called jana and it's all like organic farms and Waldorf schools and very like flowy, <laughs> connected to earth. And um, yeah, I was super shy as a kid and very, very connected to nature and the horses and animals. Um, and and then I moved to Stockholm and I was overwhelmed 
um, uh, like the, the more structured life they lived and uh, I went to acting school in Stockholm and then I got scouted as a model um, and then this whole new journey began and uh, I I wasn't really planning on becoming a model I was um, I wanted to be an actress and acting was like from 11 years old it was just so much joy in my heart and I just knew I had to do this and I felt it was so healing for my being to explore all these different universes through these characters um, but then I get scouted and I won they brought me into this competition called Elite Model Look and I won it in Sweden and and then this big agency in New York called Women they um uh, they took me on so I was starting to fly around the world doing shows for like Prada and Louis Vuitton and Calvin Klein and all these big brands and strutting down on the cat catwalk and being on airplanes and living in a shitty hotels in the beginning <laughs> and then, then it was really nice hotels um, and I had this run in the modeling industry for for around eight nine years um and it was really really beautiful in the beginning and i had i had a great time but also it was really hard work and uh i felt it didn't really have space for my soul um so i started feeling more and more empty in that world and i got a lot of projections and i'm highly sensitive so i'm feeling everyone's energy around me and it's a lot of insecure people there as well in that world so I took a lot I I took on a lot of energy and I didn't really fit in and yet my soul wanted to be in this space <laughs> that it, in in the external beauty I think I was drawn to it because of beauty like I had such a longing for beauty but not in a superficial way um, but I guess that was I had to explore that superficial way um, and I learned so many lessons and I also got to see like I was earning a bunch of money and flying everywhere and I got to see that it's not about that we're not here to do that like life is so much richer and I always always knew it from I was a little kid but I forgot it on the way and um and then my heart just started aching my body collapsed i i had a burnout i couldn't hardly walk up the stairs in my apartment i was like no life force energy whatsoever um and yeah i think also in in that space i've been very much in like doing 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 and like Cut, you know, my body's extremely tired, but I keep on going, keep on going. And, um, but I had this shift within and I started digging deeper and deeper. Um, and I knew I had to change something. So I left New York. I moved to LA with my suitcase. I, the plan was that I was going to travel around the world and, and just go wherever I wanted to. <laughs> coming into the flow <laughs> um and i found this beautiful little house in venice and i 
my being just knew I had to live here and also ground and heal and and actually have have some sort of home base because I've been on so many airplanes and flying everywhere and it felt a little bit more like an escape to travel around the world um and I I started exploring a little bit of plant medicine and I did these journeys and I learned a lot about um healing and light codes and holding space for people and I was connecting more and more into my heart and this yearning to uh, reach out to the whole world basically and I'm seeing now that that was very much a longing to come home into the infinity that we are because then we in that space we're all one and I think I didn't really realize it back then but it was um it was a very clear symbol of what I've been exploring now of becoming undone or <laughs> becoming nothing or completely merging and or opening um yeah so I've been in LA now for I think three years and it's been really beautiful and I met my partner at Whole Foods and love is flowing and I feel like I'm on my purpose now finally and and yeah yeah that's beautiful Thank you for sharing your story with everyone. I really appreciate you and I really value who you are as a being and the life experiences that you've had and the perspective that those experiences have brought to you. Mm. Mm. So I would love to hear from you. I mean, I think I think a lot of people listening to this are going to have a lot of curiosity around um, around the way that masculine energies and and feminine energies um show up in especially like in modeling and in fashion and like just that world i think that world in general seems to be this place of really intense polarity of like this is what femininity is this is what masculinity is um so my question to you is what is masculine and feminine energy to you and how have you come to that understanding, both within your life in modeling and since then? Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, in in the fashion industry, it's really interesting. Like, you're not, it was when I was working, it was a look that was very skinny. You didn't have boobs. Like, it was very straight, kind of boyish bodies, actually. Um, and that was the trend. And if if you had too much hips or boobs, um, you didn't work. Uh, I mean, not in the high fashion stuff that I did. So um, it's interesting. I feel like I was feeling like I had to fit into this more boyish and be cooler to actually get work. But then I get um, less work because <laughs> I wasn't authentic in myself. Um, and... I was really bright and like happy and the models who got booked was kind of like grumpy, smoking cigarettes, smoking weed, had, had you know, 
completely no life force playing dead or having the dead look in their eyes um so and i i don't know if it's because it's a lot of um like homosexual like designers and stuff and they want this like more masculine look at androgynous um yeah but that's that's been changing now it's very much now it's like curves and bigger people um so it's it's really fun like they're more into personality now and 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 it's becoming like it's been from the darkness into the light i feel like now health is valued and like just a glow in your being and um but it wasn't like that eight years ago or 10 years ago when I was working. Um, and yes, yeah, so I've been struggling with this fem- femininity in the fashion industry. Like one part of me is very feminine and then another part feels very neutral. Also, I feel like I have moments when I'm more feminine and then moments when I'm mas- more masculine and I'm just kind of holding those two things within me um so but now i mean in new york i was i guess more into the doing and being independent and not relying on anyone and uh go my own way and i had partners but i wasn't really surrendering so <laughs> that's been a really big journey for me now and also it's helping my work a lot to surrender because it's all about surrender and and also my partner's been helping me with that of not I don't need to do it all by myself and I it's actually something really beautiful in in being held and 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 held by universe is that's also very symbolic you can like be held by the masculine and it's it starts you, you have to start holding yourself in the masculine then the the external symbol of that is coming in <laughs> um so i think i did a lot of work internally before i met my partner because he's i think we both are very stable in in terms of like he can be very masculine but he can also be more flowy and 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 I have both sides too and I'm leaning to more into the feminine with him which is really nice for me because I haven't really been able to be that in my life so I and one part of me is like yearning to just like be and be taken care of and <laughs> almost like you know be home with kids and and just nurture and um and I never thought I would do that because I was I didn't I didn't know I didn't know how to be held by the masculine and I didn't have the best role like father role in my life he wasn't really there for me he is now also that's been changing a lot so um but and he's been he was so sad because he didn't know better and he he's done a lot of healing on himself and also in the family around that and i think it's it's also a very difficult time for for men now at days because it's everything is merging and and 
it's been those very strong archetypes of you know working and being the provider but not being really present in the home and with the kids and all of that and I think any human also longs for this real real deep connection with their kids and um and also the the fathers because the the feminine get to do that but the father also i believe that most long for that connection to equally <laughs> absolutely i think one thing that you said which really resonated with me in a lot of ways and i think like I, I might even just use it as like the tagline for the show or something because it's so good. You said, um, come home into the infinity that we are. Um, mm. That's that's what I heard. Obviously, it might be different once I listen back to the recording, but that's what I heard and that's what I wrote down. Um, and I think what you're speaking to right now in regards to um, masculinity and femininity and all that, you know, it's that like we do, I, I really do believe that that we we all experiencing the, these energies um, throughout our lives, and that we're coming out of this time of uh, really like like you said like really rigid rules and expectations of you know um, men have to do this and women have to do this and you know masculinity is this and femininity is this. I think I think we're coming out of of that time um, and. And at the same time, we're like, we're still see, we're still searching for languaging and for understanding around these energies and how to embody them both in ourselves and in partnership. Um, so my question to you um, around these around these ideas and, and you, you, you mentioned briefly as well, like men are having a hard time understanding, you know, what their what their roles are. So I would love to hear from you as a being as a human being, as a human being that's had the experience that you've had, um, what are what are some of the positive, nutritious uh, qualities that you associate with femininity? And what are some of the positive, nutritious qualities that you associate with masculinity? Mm. I mean, in the feminine, I, I, I think it's something really embodied with the feminine of like being in the heart and nurture and and receive and listen with your whole being and 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 being is not so much movement and things doesn't need to be in a certain way it's it's very much accepting and like and a yumminess <laughs> to it it's like eating chocolate <laughs> yeah i mean the the symbol of chocolate feels very feminine to me it's just like really nurturing heart medicine and um yeah and you want to give you literally want to give to to people around you and and also receive so and i think the giving is in the receiving almost in the feminine like you're holding space for others and that's your gift but it's uh, very much receiving allowing people to be seen in this energy or held in this energy um and and the negative might be that it can be very emotional and maybe sometimes a little too 
too emotional i think also because the feminine has such a strong pain body i mean um and outside i have many times like where's this energy even coming from i never been through this and it's this deep deep grief in my system and it's almost not in my system it's like when you go deeper deeper into your being you meet the collective uh unconscious and there it feels like it's so much wounding that needs to be seen and held as well um and that's not always pleasant um i've been i've been working through those layers now and um yeah it's not it's not about me it's about the feminine in in general that's been so neglected and and dismissed and and hurt and abused and um so as as a woman i feel like that imprint is stronger in us you know the feminine wounding and also with our uh cycles and and so on and yet also we have the beautiful gift of being able to carry a child inside of us and being the creator of new life um so and with the with the masculine it's fun it's like very fiery and like out in the world and being in power <laughs> and and you can be in power in a, in a gentle way in a strong and very clear direct way sharp knowing where you're heading it's like burst of um gentle confidence in a way and like a form and structure and um it's like shooting a bow you know you you just go and you hit the target and you come into the next level of your being it's very f- forward moving um and I uh, yeah the sun the 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 light that comes with that as well um and the body doesn't become or for me when i'm more in the in the, the masculine i forget a little bit about the body i go more in my mind and i kind of <laughs> if i feel tired and stuff i keep on going cuz the mind takes over and is stronger um so yeah i mean you get definitely stuff done <laughs> when you're in the masculine and um and but also the masculine is very supportive and and um and you know can can hold the feminine and 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 be protect protecting this more uh vulnerable space um so I see, I mean, I see that as the, the divine masculine is actually this very protective energy that holds space for the, the feminine to bloom and to to be in her full, like, light. Um, so, yeah, I have high, 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 high respect for for that. And I'm starting to... So find that support within my own system which is really really cool and i see that doing that 
is actually helping the world to also do that for me you know like you have to start doing it within and then it eventually uh grows out in the external and the negative of the masculine might be that it can be a little too much mind activity and and not so much listening sometimes and maybe um too sharp in where they're heading or or need to assess and know and um and yeah just go their own way without really listening to what is actually going on um yeah that's awesome i you just you touched on so many things that are so relevant and so potent and so worthy of talking about um i think that one of the things one of the things that i just wanted to like mention you know and like i also totally honor the fact that like that you are so remarkably eloquent in english which is not your native tongue i mean i think that's i think that's so amazing how expressive you are and how how much you're able to communicate um and there was just like one thing that i wanted to wanted to touch on in the languaging of what you said in terms of you know you were talking about like the positive and the negative aspects of masculinity and femininity and yeah. um i i'm not i don't want to tell you what you were saying in that but i just wanted to like shine a light on on my own understanding of of those words like positive and negative like when i heard you say it i wasn't i i didn't feel that you were putting any sort of like um judgment on those words as in like this is you know this is good and this is bad or like you should do this and you shouldn't do that um i just i viewed it in in sort of like a bigger kind of cosmic way of like um you know there's inherently going to be sort of um like strengths and weaknesses and i think i actually talked about this on the on the first episode in terms of just bringing bringing a little bit of light to those words in that uh you know the last thing i want to do with this is like is is put any sort of like shame or judgment on any of these things but also there's a there's totally the reality that there's like there are, there are strengths and weaknesses to to both of these energies the the masculine the feminine the divine masculine and the divine feminine so that's just sort of a little a little thing that i wanted to voice within that um i i didn't feel like there was judgment on your end i i but i just kind of wanted to clarify that for the listeners yeah, it's funny because I normally don't, um, <laughs> I never think in that way, but I was trying to talk about it now more clearly. But I, yeah, I, I don't see, I, I don't think words can really tell the truth and I don't really love labeling things, to be honest. But uh, yeah, here we are having a conversation. <laughs> I know, and that's something that is central to this show, which will be very interesting to see how it unfolds because, like, I think both you and I are coming from this very expansive state where we just see all of the energies and we really um, honor and respect all the energies and the way that they um, interact with each other. And at the same time, like, we are in this human experience where we're trying to, like, communicate with people what we're going through and understand what they're going through and so the you know one of the ways that we communicate is through words and is through language and so sometimes there can be these hang-ups right we're like we're just we're trying to express something 
bigger and we just have these words and and that is kind of part of the I mean it's it's very much part of the mission of this of this show is to have these conversations that are more nuanced and and to bring light to the fact that you know I'm I'm still okay with using the words masculine and feminine because the the energy that I'm bringing to them is is one that really doesn't have to do with your sex it doesn't have to do with male or female it has to do with the way these cosmic forces kind of unfold um and at the same time i i'm like unfortunately those words feminine masculine are so tied in our language to like male and female so that's that's where we're at is we're in this space of of trying to stay open to these bigger energies and what they what they have to show us and to teach us um and and still have conversations and these conversations are happening with words and they're happening right now in english between you and i and uh and so that comes with its own whole sense set of parameters and understandings of the of the world oh yeah yeah totally i mean in in the essence we are it's no such thing as as masculine and feminine is it's all in or not an illusion but it's this from the separate self and and it's not really if we go into the heart of our true being that's not really existing uh but i mean in chinese medicine and all you know it's yin and yang and polarity is also part of our human existence and and we do have this language and we our bodies function in a certain way like the uh the left side is more receptive and the right side is the um giver or yeah act active um so on on one level it's it's relative on another deeper level it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't really uh have what what to say it doesn't it's not quite quite accurate so to say yeah absolutely and uh one of the things that i'm i'm wanting to do with with each guest on this show is to really honor the life experiences that they've had and uh and the perspectives that they've gained along the way and at, because we're on the topic of of language i'm curious if um if there's a different understanding of masculine and feminine energies within swedish language or or and slash or swedish culture i mean um we are very equal in sweden like we don't uh it's very much um an honoring of the being it doesn't really it doesn't feel that divided in a way it feels like um you have the same kind of roles you you're not you don't need to be the provider because you're a man and you know it's like it's very and the the dad gets to be home a year for uh to take care of baby for maternity leave and and the, the female as well and i remember coming to the u.s and thinking like it's so weird that man is opening the door for you you know <laughs> to go into the car I can do that by myself but and all these small gestures that actually divide the feminine and the masculine or the yeah the so-called man and the so-called woman um so yeah it's very very um 
equal there and it's a lot of women who's having uh, had ha- been having opportunities in big companies and so on uh simply because they're women so they can also become a different you know the the counter uh, balance or the shadow of that is like you're starting to treat you you want equality but you're starting to treat women <laughs> as more women in a way and trying to give space to the feminine but not really seeing that everyone is just a human like you know i i don't love this um, division and the whole thing that is going on i think i mean i think it's great for history that is happening now and uh but i think it's another step we have to go deeper and we have to really go into the human being and not the male and the female because that's what's going on now in like hollywood and everything is like it almost makes the division stronger and i i have a longing for union i i i wanted to to be a oneness instead of like yeah they perpetuate each other and it's not uh, but also i think the rise of the feminine it's it now is the time and it, um many many uh spiritual teachers also talks about that like for for the healing of the planet the the feminine needs to have space and and become maybe more so the leading force because it's very healing and nurturing and and gentle and and surrendering um so yeah (laughs) i resonate with that a lot yeah and i feel i feel um i feel that you know we are we are stepping into this new era and that's kind of part of the inspiration of this show is to be a part of that and to be and to to help help shape or not even shape but just be witness to be a part of have conversations around what is happening right now and in a way that helps give perspective bring perspective to people and like we're all feeling it and we're all experiencing it and we're all trying to make sense of it and so um yeah this this show is trying to be witness to that and to give voice to whatever needs to come up and um you know even earlier you were talking about how right now you know like men are a little bit confused in terms of how to be in the world and you know we are shifting into this space where um it feels like shifting more into the feminine energy is going to be a big part of what helps um uh remedy a lot of the big issues that we're facing right now um so it's it's interesting it's still like there's there's still division and we're longing for unity and you know we don't want to have these barriers and the separateness and also we're we're also recognizing that like more feminine energy is probably a good thing overall right now yeah and what we talked about uh also like when you're giving space to the feminine the masculine will also rise and it's so it is within ourselves too and also when men have the the courage to actually embody their feminine their masculine 
becomes even, you know, stronger. Um, I've seen that with some men that, like, they're very, you know, present and and um, and sensitive, and and yet their their masculinity is just like. Um, so I think that's also like. Uh, when one thing rises, it needs, it, the the other part will also rise up to this because we we want balance. Like universe wants balance, so it's kind of help each other to awaken more and more and more, which is really really beautiful. That is, um, I'm curious for you. Uh, one of the things that has come up for me in this whole exploration is a curiosity around how to provide balance for myself and then also how to um, be in balance in partnership. So I'm curious for you how you feel that unfolding um, within yourself of bringing balance in those energies and then also how that plays out in the context of um, either partnerships or relationships, whichever, mm. whichever kind of connections you would like to talk about. Mm. Um, well, I, I, I think I've been making a contract with universe to really be flowing with, with the ebb and flow or with the, the form and the, the flow and and really be honest with that like what do i need in the moment is it stillness or is it being out in the world and being active and and by doing that i feel like this balance kind of becomes natural because i'm not forcing anything and i um i mean sometimes i do of course um, <laughs> but the intention of like really being honest with what is in the moment um, had helped me a lot to to be in these both worlds very uh, very real and helpful like they're assisting my journey in a very beautiful way because um, it kind of knows better than me what needs to be done in the moment in a way and sometimes you need like the the moment requires you to be more in in your um straightforward like masculine doing and get it done and and after it's a very natural flow of um being and being receptive and enjoying and and just feeling the feeling life and eventually my intention is to be in both at the same time and not be so um what to call it um yeah i feel still like i'm going on a sort of uh <laughs> like a pendulum kind yes of. yes yes <laughs> um so i think just being really really honest with yourself and what you need because eventually if you're fully dropping into your beingness eventually you will have a very genuine need to do and um, be in the world again and and but then it comes from this space of 
um, grace or genius because it's just you're not doing it it's kind of flowing through you and um and then it's really really just fun and you're an adventure <laughs> with these different polarities but yeah that's exciting i think what, what I, I have two questions for you yeah. one the, the first one is uh is this curiosity around whether whether those two you know that polarity or these 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 energies um if like if it is actually possible for us to hold these in the same moment you know for an extended period of time or if it's just part of this existence part of this dance part of this polarity part of this duality that we find ourselves in that um it's really it's actually more of a pendulum of like going back and forth between those two energies and just allowing those to dance, allowing those to swing back and forth, just like we allow the seasons to unfold the way they do. So um, I guess, yeah, that was, that was a long-winded question, but my question to you is, can those exist like in, in perfect harmony for a sustained period of time, or is it naturally just going to be a pendulum? I think both, actually. I think... Um... It's, I think the space that holds these two uh, form and flow, so to say, um, it holds it in the moment and both of those possibilities are there if you go, if you go further back in yourself. But as an experience, it might feel like an experience of more flow, but the form is there at the same time in a way um i mean i <laughs> i have a, some sort of thought process in this but i'm i'm i don't know if i'm going to be able to explain it but i i think we in our beingness we all are all of that in that moment but also uh we're making a choice and we're expressing it in a certain way maybe more flowy this time and then more but but all of these possibilities are there always so it's all there but not <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i like that and and one one of the things that um kind of i heard in that and came to me in that is this idea that we have both of those existing within us at any moment and something that you mentioned earlier is that sometimes sometimes like the moment itself is actually asking you more for one energy or the other. And that we have a choice in that moment to, to maybe uh, step more into one of those energies in response to the moment that it's presenting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, and then it comes to the question, do we have a choice or not? You know, who's, who's having a choice? Um, but it's like those, <laughs> you can just go on and on in those. Like the answer will not be, be a talked answer or it would not be an expressed answer, I think. Because in the essence is some sort of stillness. Um, yeah, now it's getting too esoteric, I think. <laughs> Hey, we're all guilty of it from time to time. Um, yeah, I, I do think that's that's an interesting thing to 
just ponder maybe for ourselves and to anyone listening to this is is you know in those moments where we feel we feel that the moment is asking us to maybe be more in flow or more in form more in feminine more in masculine um you know just really just like having that moment of reflection in terms of if we if we are willing or if it actually feels in our highest good to go in the direction that is being asked of us um, because you know sometimes what's being asked of us is just coming from universe it's just coming you know straight from source energy and then and sometimes there's other you know more human expectations that like come into the space and i think part of everyone's life journey is figuring out um, which of those energies we we feel that we are embodying and and how we are moving through the world and saying like okay i am a masculine person or i am a feminine person or or i'm just a being you know i'm just a being and i'm comfortable with all these energies and i can i can step into this role right now you know of leadership or of form because that's what's that's what's happening you know and that's what's being asked of me and i can do that or if i'm being asked to step into a role of softness and presence and playfulness and spirit and heart and um and i think that's something that you know just from from a male bodied perspective in this time i think that's something that we can all uh just have a lot more curiosity around and a lot more openness to is you know because we are you know as men in this time like trying to figure out like okay what is how how do we show up in the world in a way that is is honoring what is being asked of us in this moment and um and my perspective personally is that i think right now like men are being asked to just be a little bit more present and to be yeah in that feminine more be in the flow a little bit more and listen you know listen and be receptive and um and then within that you know personally i'm also i'm also tapping into the the positive side of of that other polarity of that other of duality you know of this masculine energy which um actually holds holds the form for that heart space and that softness and that healing and that nurturing to unfold and um and something that our previous guest natalie amber spoke to is that um you know i think that we've kind of been in this in this space for some time of of form actually holding space for more form it's not form holding space for flow it's form holding space for more form so it's like we're being rigid and we're being structured and we're like doing all these things with it just in order to propagate like more of that and that's i think maybe what's kind of feeling out of balance right now and um a one way for us to be more balanced moving forward is is to identify those those positive you know masculine traits of like of um you know protection or of structure or of form and holding space and and within that not holding space for more masculine or more structure more form but actually holding space and holding structure and holding form for that that divine feminine to unfold 
Beautiful. Um, so one other thing, you know, that I would I would love to ask you about if you're open to it is is in terms of partnership, you know, um, and I I speak about partnership on this show and I don't use names and you know I really want to honor and respect the sacredness of that container. So um, if that's not something that you even want to bring into this space, I totally acknowledge that. And at the same time, you know, because because of our connection and because of what I've heard from you um, on a personal level, it, it seems like you you have this really nutritious dynamic with your partner. And I think that most people out there are, are really do just want a nutritious, balanced, energetic relationship with their partner. So is there anything that you would be willing to share in terms of your experience around that? Um, yeah, I... I mean, I, I've been terrified of love, I think, all my life because I didn't really know what it was. And I think what I thought it was of like what kind of these romantic films tells us <laughs> that love is supposed to be didn't really resonate with me. And I, um, I didn't realize that I was codependent until I met this guy that I'm with now. Um, and he, yeah, we met and I knew in my heart that I was going to be with him. Uh, I felt like our souls were like the same frequency. Um, it was very strange. I never really felt safe in that way before. And and in that process, I had a lot of uh, clearing I needed to be going through before... I mean, in the process of meeting him in the beginning, I, I had this huge, um, like I never really been held by by a man before. I've been the strong one and I've been, uh, maybe they don't think so, but I internally it's been feeling like I've been more in the masculine holding space and like, um, and not fully surrendering because I didn't really trust myself nor the person I was with earlier um and yeah I didn't I didn't really know what all these like relationship structures were and I know now you create your own but I had a really deep longing for freedom I I knew like love in freedom uh and not sexual freedom but and very open um openness in that and also bringing in the whole the whole me into something and and you know become more and more spacious with each other instead of the opposite normally when you're entering relationship is you become um almost like ingrated in each other's space and you the other one is fulfilling you and you're projecting and you know um and i knew i didn't want that so i met this wonderful man <laughs> and i i just knew deeply in my heart that this this man and i are meant to be together and also um we have yeah the way he was holding space for me in the beginning um he was just really holding me and and listening and being with me for hours and my heart was you know clearing and clearing and I and he was 
just really, really present. He wasn't scared. He wasn't thinking I have to um, become anything or need to deal with my stuff. He was just very allowing and, and, and that might be seen as feminine, but for me, that was very masculine. I was felt so held and, and supported and, and accepted in all my, in all my emotions and, and my whole, you know, these corner or shadows that haven't been coming up to the surface yet because I haven't felt safe. And it, the biggest healing is in relationship. Like no matter what people say, um, it's just, you, you're never gonna really explore certain layers within yourself unless you are in a relationship because it's, you're, you're creating a trinity in a way. And um, yeah, it's, it's really, really special. Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't really know uh, what to say, but I mean, it's, it's so much to be said about is and yet yeah I like putting in in the into the feminine and masculine I I don't know how to really do that but I know that he was really showing up for me in a way that that to me is the divine masculine and and it's almost like a dream you know to have that um and and that's also been helping me really stepping into my full power because um, when I'm coming home I can surrender and I can be and then when I go out in the world I can you know put on my a more strong suit and, and be be full power um, and I, I think he feels a little bit the same actually um, it's very very feels very balanced and and also beautiful like it feels like our our inner child is meeting a lot and we're playing and um yeah yeah <laughs> that's beautiful i think that's what many people long for in their relationships and their partnerships so i'm so glad that you've found this safe space with another person because I think um I think when it comes down to it you know all this conversation about masculinity and femininity and divine masculinity divine feminine you know all this stuff I think I think a lot of what this comes down to is is that that feeling of safety you know that feeling of safety to fully express who we are whether it's in the context of a partnership or whether it's in the wider context of the world um, yeah. is this feeling of safety and, um, and I can just speak to my own experience in terms of, um, one of the things that I have become aware of recently through, you know, a reflection from a, someone that I'm in connection with, um, is this, is this notion of, um, it's just this really divine dance and growing, uh, opportunity path of growth opportunity path and there's a lot of words coming out in a weird way but um but it's this it's this notion of finding that 
safety and finding that home within ourselves and bringing that to a partnership, I think is very powerful. Um, and, and then within that also is this notion of the partnership and wanting to feel safe and wanting to feel held um, with, by that partner as well. And how I think the two, the two feed off of each other. And I think that when things feel unstable or unsafe in a partnership, it can, you know, make us feel less stable in, a, in ourselves. And, and the opposite of that is true in that I think when we really focus on um, providing safety and security and stability for ourselves, that we also bring that into partnership. Yeah, and uh, and we talked, I mean, a lot about surrender, and I just came to me like, um, uh, it's, re- I mean, the, the inner process, as you say, it's starting within, and you can't really surrender to another being unless you're surrendering to yourself. Like, it's impossible almost. And, um, and I think also I want to mention that, because I didn't really... I felt with my partner uh, that the way I am able to surrender to him is also like, I, I don't know what comes first, if I'm surrendering to my myself or to him, but it's it's very, it almost happens at the same time somehow. <laughs> um, but, and, and then it's almost a, like a, a longing to, you know, be be able to surrender and and also having someone else to take charge and being like um also maybe more also sexually <laughs> you know like yeah, no but some some people it, it takes a lot to surrender i think that's what i want to say like it's it's the hardest thing that we can do i feel to surrender it 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 requires such a deep trust and and also a realness with intimacy because um you can't really be intimate un- unless you surrender like you can pretend or have an idea about intimacy what it is and being open and all of that but like true intimacy comes in that deep deep surrender and and i think we that's what we all long for and and then this partner is just an expression of this joy of of being one but also you're meeting that oneness within yourself before yeah before the the partner is a celebration of this this knowing of of this deep deep intimacy with yourself hmm. i just feel so good right now <laughs> It feels so good. And, you know, speaking of form and flow, you know, we've we've reached that hour mark. And so that is the form, that is the container within which we have just danced and explored and shared what has come up in our hearts and in our minds. And so this is the end of this conversation, even though there's so much in what you just said that, you know, we could just keep talking and talking and talking. So... I want to thank you for making yourself available to have this conversation and to share your heart and to share your mind with with everyone listening to this. So thank you for being here. Do you 
want to be found by the people listening to this? Yeah, sure. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is the best place for people to find you? Um, it's at, I have uh, two websites, one more artsy and one more healing, uh, healing website called uh, leasehealing.com. And, um, How do you spell that? L-Y-S uh, Otherwise, uh, my photography slash film website is DorotheaBartJorgensen.com. So, and Sam, thank you so much. I'm so excited for this because I know it's just the beginning and I know you've been pondering these questions and it's it's very dear to you and I feel like this is a beginning of something really, really, really beautiful that is shared, uh, birthing us in the world. So thank you for having me and um, and I'm really, really excited to see how this blooms Mm, thank you that thank you that (laughs) thank you for that thank you i really am receiving that and and just appreciate you for the love and the encouragement and the support we all need that from so many people in our lives and i'm so grateful for you and and grateful to have received that so Thank you for your blessing on this journey. I am your host, Samuel James Queen. You can find me on Instagram at Samuel James Queen, and you can also stay tuned and follow this podcast at Form and Flow Podcast. Um, there's an Instagram. It's all, we're also on Spotify and all the other podcast platforms. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.